Hey everybody, it's Adam Cardinal, Cardinal and Company team at HomeSmart. You are about to watch Home Buying 101 series sponsored by TMF and Shamrock Home Loans. Great informative series, many parts to this. Check them all out. If you have any questions about this series, feel free to call us right down at the number below and enjoy watching the video. Hey guys, Adam Cardinal here. You're about to watch the next section of Home Buying 101 sponsored by TMF at Shamrock Home Loans. We are here today at Balkan Title and Closing. Check out this backdrop. <laughs> We're here with Dan Balkan. Dan, thank you so much for Adam, thank you very much out. for coming in today. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. You and Shamrock have been great partners over the years. Yeah, that's so all. I'm, I'm looking forward to having a nice uh, talk with you today. Yeah, excellent. Yeah, this would do educational, give everyone some information. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, you guys will come see Balkan Title when you mm -hmm. need your closing docs done, whether you're a seller or a buyer. First thing, how long have you been in this business on your own doing other things, but then more specifically for bulk and so title? I, I was originally uh, introduced to the business in 2004, so that's yep. when I first got my feet wet. I worked for multiple attorneys over the years, mm -hmm. for about 12 and a half years, and uh, we opened up bulk and title and closing in June of 2016. Yep. So we just celebrated our sixth year, which was uh, fantastic. A little and round of applause yeah. virtually. Maybe Ben can throw some <laughs> clapping in there yeah. as we're listening. Um, so yeah, it's been a great experience. Uh, it was something that I never thought would happen, and I, you know, you, as you know, as you start to go with life, and yep. you know, you look at different things, and uh, yeah, we're truly honored uh, to be able to uh, help families, help yeah. people, and uh, you know, I, I truly uh, am blessed yeah. when it comes to this. And I love that too. It, 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 you don't treat clients just like a number. You actually get get involved. Your staff gets involved, and, and people are genuine here in this right. office. It's not like robots. You go to some yeah. some offices and it's just like, <laughs> it's very I've, systematic. I've been fortunate with that as well. Um, yeah. They've taken on my personality. Yeah. And I think that uh, one of the, the areas that I've been very successful at is communication and yeah. building relationships as yeah. we speak here, as we, as we go. Yeah. And that has carried over to the staff because if you can get the staff to feel and think like you do, yeah. then everything else seems seamless. Yeah. You know, communication, picking up the phones, things of that nature that actually clients truly love. Yeah. Know? And obviously when you come in, there's no reception desk, yeah. you know, so they, you come in, you go to the back, you grab waters and, and yeah. sodas and whatever your client needs. It just puts a nice relaxed touch to it, I, yes. I believe. Yeah, it does. You know? Someone's just got their offer accepted. They're going into contract, whether it's on the seller side or the, or the buying side. What should they be looking for? If they're gonna, we, we wanna give our referrals as realtors all the time. Sure. Lenders wanna give their referrals. If somebody's going on their own, they wanna go outside the referral box. What should sure. they be looking for in a closing office for sure. real estate? I would say one, the referral that comes directly from the referral. Yeah. You know, so if they're working with Adam Cardinal and the Cardinal team, like if, if you say, okay, here are the three options that we give. Yeah. That typically is a good start for a client, right? Yeah. So they have an opportunity to vet and call and possibly make a decision based just solely on that. Yeah. The second part that I believe is, just like we just spoke about a couple of minutes ago, it's being accessible, it's feeling like they matter, mm -hmm. so, you know, an open door communication. So I would say that at, at, the, at the very least, communication is our strongest point, yeah. you know? There are always gonna be mistakes, and I, and I say that only because we're not people perfect. Are, people are human, <clears throat> yeah. And things come up sometimes that are just uncontrollable. Yes. You know? Whether it be a walkthrough, whether it be, you know, whether yeah. it be a title. Um, yeah. So, you know, at the end of the day, as long as there's communication and they have a feel that they're working for me, yeah. then we typically have a great transaction. Yeah. And it usually is trumped by the referral partner. Yeah. You know, because you wouldn't refer unless you wanted your, you, exactly. you don't want your deals to go bad, right? Yeah. Nobody wants the, 
the, the process. Yep. Anyone so, who's referred has been <clears throat> vetted through time. You know, so you're not just giving, oh, let me give this yeah. person, give that person. We actually even <clears throat> sign a referral disclosure to our company that tells, hey, we're not getting any money back yeah. for this. Yeah. We're not getting it's a kickback. Yeah. We're not get it is we are giving you a good solid lead right. for somebody to work with that we know you can trust. For your best success. Yes. Right? For their yeah. best success, especially a first time home buyer yeah. who, you know, I, I call it the deer in the headlights. You know, yeah, they're yeah. following you around, they're looking at houses, they're going to see the loan officer, yeah. you know, they're getting pre-qualified, they're getting all their documents. So it's a whirlwind of information that they're yes. trying to accomplish. Yeah. And you know, we're the last step. Yeah. You know, so if everything goes great and then they have a, a bad experience or they have a tough closing, you know, we're looking for reviews just like yourself. Yeah. We're looking for repeat clientele just like yourself. Yep. You know, we're looking for referrals just like yourself. So it's nice when you get a call out of the blue that maybe the gentleman or lady that bought their home, they call me in a year and they're refinancing. Yeah. You know, and they're like, oh, do you mind if we use you? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, maybe, you know. <laughs> but that's like the biggest compliment. You yeah. know, I know you yeah. see it on the back of people's business cards, yeah. the biggest you know, compliment it's true. you can have as a referral. Yeah. But when somebody calls you out of the blue or they referred from that client, what a special feeling it feels internally yeah. to yep. feel accepted, one. Yeah. And two, to know that you did a great job for that Absolutely. client where they trusted their best friend, their family, their mother, their sister, their brother yeah. to come to see you. And that's that's what happens. Isn't it? You see like the multi, <clears throat> the further you get into this business, you see the, the generations. I go, yeah. I have one family, the, the grandparents' house, the parents' house, <laughs> the son, yeah. daughter, yeah. condo, cell, and, yeah. and it's, it's just... That's like you're part of their family. I'm, you know? the, I'm <clears throat> the family realtor. So the file comes across your desk, Shamrock orders, Title. The, the title, yes, the title yes. search. Yes. What are the first steps? What are you, what are you doing here in this office? What's your staff doing? Yeah, so our first step is we open the file, right? Yep. So we've got the, uh, the order in from the lender or the realtor, whoever it may come from, and we order the file and then we get it assigned to one of the staff. Yep. And from there, we're ordering title, we're ordering MLC, which is a, a municipal lien certificate, which is the tax certificate for the town. Mm -hmm. So it gives us a good look on what's owed on taxes. You know, and then we start doing our due diligence. We're making calls, we're making introductions, like big introduction email that goes out yep. to let all the parties know that, you know, Dan's gonna be handling the file. Yep. So that all the traffic goes to Dan. Yeah. So it's really about just having that first communication yeah. and letting people know who the file's assigned to. Yeah. You know, that, that right there alone makes a big yeah. difference because people when, are not looking. You yeah. Know. And, and when you're pulling <clears throat> titles specifically, what does that mean? If if you told the I'm a I'm a first time home buyer, what do you yeah. mean you're pulling title? What what does what's title mean? What's that? Yeah. So title is the description of the property, right? Like yeah. what how who holds the title, who owns the property, are there any liens? Are, are there anything in is there anything on the chain of title that would be yeah. disturbing yeah. to us not being able to consume or consummate the closing? Yeah. Right, so we want to do that due diligence. Sometimes there's no mortgages, there's a zero on the title, yeah. you know, and that's a great, you know. But yep. sometimes there's past titles where, you know, discharges need to be happened, or there's out of state, there's tax liens, or yeah. there could be anything on title. We, get, we have one going now that has a, uh, a an old discharge that wasn't filed that we're trying yeah. to track down. And you know, it, it's it's nature and it's the evolution of title. Yeah. Right. Because years ago, like a lot, we chased a lot of those equity lines. Like yeah. it's probably from Fleet Bank, you know, yeah. just inside the statute of yeah. the 35 years. You know, so there's all of these things. And then all of a sudden, they used to actually mail the discharges to the client's homes directly. Yeah. So what would happen is you get it and be like, oh, yeah, I paid it off, boom, 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 and it's gone. Yeah. Not knowing that you had to actually physically go to the town hall and record that district. Yes. So yeah. we got the citizens' home equity line open from 1997. Yeah. You know, and also that's a bank that's been. <clears throat> 
defunct, defunct for 20 yeah. years. <laughs> so, you know, there's a chain, but again, yeah. you know, the first question we usually get, like, let's say we have the title back within a week or so, you know, on the first question, we, we, we let everybody know, and like, but we're still going to be able to close on time, right? Yeah. You know, it's always the, it's always like, I understand, but I don't know if people truly understand how important the chain is. Yeah. And what it means to you and your family as time goes on. Yeah. You know, so. Because that's, you have to make sure that that title is clean. 100%. So somebody doesn't come out of the woodworks, <clears throat> and it's some family member from X amount of years ago right. that says, my great-grandfather owned that house, and I have rights to it, and this was never discharged. And now it's like, whoa. Yeah. I've had a few of those. I mean, so what happens know. if that does happen? Yeah, I mean, you have to... There's insurance in place, there right? Is. Title insurance yep. covers known and unknown. So in Rhode Island, we have a 35-year statute. So we'd go from today back 35 years, and mm -hmm. if we could convey clear title we would be able to close the transaction. Mm -hmm. What happens there is the title insurance covers known and unknown. So it can go back from the time that they blocked it and staked it off like yeah. stone walls back then, you yeah. know? Like, so there weren't surveys being done back in the, the, the times. Yeah. So, you know, things did get a little, you know, there, uh, corruption, you know? A little yeah. like, the, you know, you didn't really have solid boundary lines. So as time went on, you know, it was it's like, more we'd more walk accurate. it and we'd be like, okay, Adam, I'm giving you this. Your sister's yeah. getting this. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, you start to split up and, and, and transfer a property yeah. without having, like, sound work done for it, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, you know, it depends if people are holding how they hold title, yeah. who they left it. Was there a will? Was there an estate? Yeah. Was there a trust? Was there? So, you know, that's where, uh, you know, having the attorneys here, you know, to review title, cure yeah. title, and do the things that we need to make sure that the title is clear. Yeah. And it's done correctly so that we can convey the property so that hopefully you never have that issue come. Yeah. You know, you never want to call five or six or seven years from now and somebody's like, oh, my God, yeah. I just got a letter saying that I don't own my house. You know, I, yeah. I, I'm just using that as an example. but It could but, happen. Well, that, yeah. you know what happens to me is like my chest just starts pounding. Yeah. Because yeah. anytime you feel like you've done something wrong inadvertently, it's just a matter of like making people happy. And I'm yeah. a people pleaser. I've, I'll, I'll always say <laughs> that. People always say that about me. But like, you know, disappointing somebody, even yeah. though it wasn't something that maybe you didn't have all the control over, still feels the same way to me. Yeah. Yeah. So basically the title and all that background, <clears throat> that's really for the benefit of the lender and the buyer. Correct. So 100%. Sometimes you also just have a seller file where you're doing a seller rep here. Correct. And I'll get this question all the time. <clears throat> Sellers will be like, well, do I need a closing agent? Do I need a closing attorney? Do I, yeah. can I just use... Who the bank is using and yes you could but you're paying the same fee right for that right. as you would be paying for someone who actually represents you yeah. so what what do you on the sellers so on the sellers, sellers side, what are you yeah, looking so out we for? refer that obviously to our attorneys uh, mm -hmm. Andrew Pelletier or Greg Hazian or some you know somebody along those lines to obviously give that client a, a legal representation so with you know Balkan title uh, being just a title and escrow company, we can't technically represent sellers because mm -hmm. uh, the law states that you have to be represented by an attorney. Yeah. So, you know, we facilitate that very easily. Um, but it is important because, you know, most Which people, is in-house in here. Correct. You have the other yeah. offices so, in here. Exactly. So what they, what the client doesn't understand sometimes, like, well, they'll just do it for, you know, cheap isn't always better. Exactly. And sometimes, you know, like I said, it, facilitating the transaction sometimes is easier if one person has control over it. Yeah. But at the end of the day, if your clients have questions, if they have, you know, it's, it, it's tough to balance the pendulum. Uh, if you're doing it all, because you're because more, you're <clears throat> neutral at that point, correct? Because you're, and you're technically fiduciary. I mean, any yeah. attorney's fiduciary duty yeah. 
is treat everybody is, honest exactly, and fairly. Exactly, yeah. really, that's right. Yeah. You know, and that's usually what gets accomplished. I mean, there's a, t a great amount of attorneys in Rhode Island yeah. that work very well, that do a great job. Yeah. You know, that, so there's a lot of, uh, you know, easy, easy transactions yeah. when you know on the other side you have X, Y, and Z happening. Yeah. So speaking of that, there are, there are, there are <clears throat> probably twice or three times as many attorneys as there are realtors, and there's <laughs> like 8,000 of us. Oof. There's only like 5% of that are really full-time, so <laughs> make yeah. sure your agent is full-time. So anyway, well, I have... Especially uh, in today's market. Yeah, it's cr just crazy. Yeah. Someone said, oh, I have, uh, you know, my cousin graduated law school two years ago. I'm going to have uh, that person do my closing as my, yeah. as my buyer's closing agent. Yeah. What are the pitfalls there? Because there's a lot of there's a lot of rules yeah. and there's a lot of stuff in place that the average you know an a, a an accident attorney or a malpractice yeah. attorney yeah. doesn't have the capacity to be real doing estate, yeah. the real estate and stuff. have the and those that kid the white gloves that yeah that like it's just a different feel. So you know I'm a firm believer of doing business with family. I yeah. you know a lot of people say oh you shouldn't do business with family, but if you can't do business with your family, who can you do this with friends yeah. and family, right? Yeah. But in situations where, in this particular instance, like I would, somebody wouldn't call me or call uh, some of the attorneys on my in, in my office and say, "Hey, I just got into a bad accident," you know, exactly. and none of them do personal injury. Yeah, you know. But I would say this is that you know, uh, staying in your lane sometimes is great. Yeah. But from a from a standpoint of a, a, a consumer wanting to use their family member, I'm all for that. Yeah. You know, I think that's a great thing. Yeah. However, if they're, just, if they're the personal injury attorney, if they're, if they're a defense attorney, I mean, I know real estate runs and follows, but there's title insurance, there's, there's, a, there's, there's many other things. A lot of that, moving parts. Yeah. So, yeah, and, and I would say even to this fact that I have even seen the fees for a family member be higher than what your yes. referral partner would charge. Yes. You know? Yeah, I've um, seen it so, all the time. Yeah. So, you know, when they're trying to save money, they're like, well, I'm trying to save money. I'm going to use my family. Yeah. It, the consumer or the first-time homebuyer doesn't really understand fee structure. Yeah. Or what the, so when they just get the, like, oh, my cousin's doing the closing. Great. Yeah. Yep. You know? And sometimes they even have um, <clears throat> whatever company they're working with, maybe it's a, it's a union, it's a nurse, it's a doctor, it's all... Healthcare workers, yeah. they have all these incentives to use the attorneys that are represented through them. Correct. But, you know, it's like, hey, I'm going to save $500. But at the end of the day, I've seen that more times than I can count. At the end of the day, they're not happy with the representation yeah. because it's not somebody who does it yeah. regularly well, and understands the process. Life, MetLife has that in their union structure. Yeah. You know, I always, again... I'll, I'll say this right on camera. I'll match any of those fees so that you have an easier, a smoother transaction. Yeah. You know, I get a lot of that. I used to be a big union guy. I worked corrections at one point yep. in the state. You know, and they always offered different aspects of different things that you could use as a, a privilege of the union. Yeah. So I get that part of it. Yeah. You know, but at the end of the day, again, um, you're trying to streamline a process. You know, with yeah. deposits on hold. You know, there's there's a lot of moving of, parts yeah. that just doesn't seem like a lot. It's like, oh, it's just real estate. You know, but yeah. miss a contingency date or miss this, and then you're jeopardizing clients' deposits, their yeah. well-being, their interest rates. Yeah, lawsuits. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, like, just face it, it's not. Yeah. You don't go to, and again, I'm I'm with you. you got a family member that does something. Hey, awesome. A lot of my, our business is family, friends. Of the majority yes, of it, about like 99.9%. Yeah. .9%. But the thing is, if I'm having a heart attack, and my cousin Joey is an intern, and he's been going to medical school, medical school or I can be med-flighted to Boston <laughs> with the top premieres. 
Joey, I love you, brother, but I'm going to die. Yeah. <laughs> I want to go to right. the best. Yeah. Right? Exactly. So that's, that's what you got to do. And, and again, like, you know, um, I would encourage people to, you know, try to do a little more research on their end. Yep. You know, that's always important. But, you know, again, first-time homebuyers, it's a, it's a great experience for them. They're listening to their representation, right? They're, they're going through the process on your referral basis, on how you act, on what you refer. Yep. So, again, if your business continues to run smooth, so doesn't your referral partners. Exactly. You know, it starts with you. Yeah. You know, I always talk about the funnel. Yeah. You know, it starts with the realtor, gets to the loan officer or bank, and then gets to us. Yeah. So we're the last person they see. So if you've done a great job and the loan office has done a great job and I spoil it by, like, you know, making somebody wait yeah. out in the conference room for 30 minutes yeah. and, like, you know, having them come in and I just start throwing documents at them, yeah. you know, they're going to be like, eh, you know. Yeah. You know, oh, that wall, this wall's not for you guys. Like, you don't get to take a picture here. You yeah. know, like, I, like so, like, you yeah. know, you have to, it has to go through and through. And I think people that continuously work together in this business and have long-term relationships yep. it's because of these interactions it's because yeah. of what we do and because of what you do you know i mean because I have... like attracts like <laughs> yeah. and when we have these same our company has systems and processes yours has system and process Correct. the lenders we refer have systems and processes yeah. right down to the home inspectors yeah we're all kind of on the same <clears throat> wavelength in all want to provide that excellence and service yeah. And, it's, and honestly, ladies and gentlemen, it's a true professionalism. Like, it starts with Adam and his team. Like, they're the ones that, I didn't go to Adam and say, hey, I got this great plan for you. I'm going to set you up and do it. I mean, I, I, we do that too. Like, yeah. we find other vendors or things of that nature. But for the most part, you know, Adam has taken his model from how many years now? Eleven. Eleven, right? Yeah. So you start to, you start to, I'm sure Adam wasn't the same Adam he was 11 years ago, just no. like Dan wasn't the same <laughs> yeah. Dan 18 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, as we evolve and we find and we go through different things, we find out who we like to work with, yep. who we like to refer, and how are we going to make our clientele happy with our referral business. Yep. Closing day. So when on, on, you're, the, you're that first-time <clears throat> home buyer, or maybe it's even your second time around. Mm -hmm. We're doing the, the closing day is scheduled. And let's another. Let's back up from closing day. Sure. When are they going to be able to actually lock in that closing day date? People think it's uh, what's the contract? Hey, we're yeah. going to close on September first, but what I mean, is obviously the contract date. It's a contract, right? So yeah. that's the first thing that people don't really truly grasp is that they are actually in a binding contract. Yeah. And for most, this may be the first contract they have ever been in in their life. Yeah. So they don't under, sometimes. So they're again relying on the sources. Do we meet mortgage contingency? Do we make inspection dates? You know, do, and again, we should have, have already met that by the time we get to the closing date. Yeah. So if we're closing on the 31st of the month, you know, we need to practice our role yep. in getting everything facilitated up until that point. So you know, when do we actually schedule a closing? When the lender gives, gives us what's called a clear to close. That yep. means they've run through everything. The documents are done. Your appraisal's done. Everything works out. The lender says that you are ready to go. Yep. And from there, typically what is happening is we get the call from either the realtor or the lender letting us know to contact the client, yeah. and then we're, we're taking it from there. Yeah. You know, We call the client, we go over their CD with them, they go over their documents with them, anything that they need to over the phone. There's an email that's generated to all the, the, the parties letting them know how much money they need to bring to the closing table. The certified check funds need to be made out to personally this and this. Yep. You know, so we take them through all of that. And, uh, you know, we look forward to them seeing here. Yeah. So, you know. So then uh, what happens when they, yeah. closing day that morning <clears throat> done, or, or that afternoon, they've done their walkthrough with the house. They're coming. They have, they walk in and they have their license. They have their certified check. Yeah. Or maybe they've wired funds in. They're like, oh, my God. 
Yeah, what, so, what am I going to do? I'm, yeah. Like, so, so the first thing you do is you put them at ease, right? Yeah. So sometimes I'll actually just sit out front in the lobby yeah. with the client when they first get here. Yeah. You know, just say, how you doing? I'm Dan Balk and I own the company, you know, yep. first time buying a home. I try to find out where they're from a little bit. You know, I grew up in Providence and, yep. you know, um, lived in different cities. So, like, I try to see if there's a connection there right away with them. Yeah. Um, I, I, I've... No, I know property, so I yeah. know, like, sometimes I grew up in Warwick after Providence, so, you know, I grew up, I try to find out where they're living, because I have some sort of connection, typically, with Rhode Island, right, yeah. one degree yeah. of separation, yeah. so, you know, <laughs> even if it was one socket, like, oh, I'm like, hey, do you know this person? Yeah. Usually, you know, they do, because, yeah. you know, everybody Rhode Island. knows everybody. Yeah. But, you know, it's 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 taking that guard down, you know, they're spending 300, like, in their mind, they're like, oh, my God, $300,000, $400,000, like, yeah. this is the first time that they've ever even thought about stepping into this arena. Yep. So, you know, having a good closing, describing and going through documents yep. and making them feel like, so, you know, I've always felt like uh, the, one of my, one of the qualities is having the ability to be almost chameleon-like. Yes. You know, yeah. so a uh, million dollar purchase or a hundred thousand dollar purchase, you have to be able to sway it either way yeah. um, to uh, accomplish the goal, yeah. which is to make them feel comfortable yeah. which is to make them uh, sign all the documents yeah. and, you know, again, make it a good, great experience, not just yeah. a good experience, a great experience, yeah. you know, and, and, and it's funny because once you, once they're here, you know, I, I've gotten calls, said, Dan, we're on our way, the client's not happy, you know, <laughs> or the walkthrough went bad yeah. or, uh, you know, or they're tough, you know, yeah. and um, so that's why I use the couches out there. I, I yeah. just use that to kind of settle it down. It's yes. almost like a, 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 a it's ah, a break. It's just, it yeah. is. Ah, like ah, reset. Yeah. We're going to go in it. Because everything can always be fixed. Exactly. Like, real estate, nobody dies. Yeah. I always say, I've done a couple other interviews. Yeah. I always say, my first question to the clients always is, do you want the house still? Yeah. And they always say yes, typically. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Always say yes. Yeah. I don't say typically. But yeah. the typical answer is yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's talk about what you're upset about or what the issue is. Find you the know, solution. Sometimes it's, they left tires in the, in the basement. Are they, you know, it's just something that could always happen. Yeah. But again, you have to be, you know, uh, you have to be very easy to talk to and yep. you have to be able to be you know i then can't call the other attorney's office or the title company and be like your client left it like that you, it you doesn't know, get you you anywhere. don't catch bees with you know you catch more honey right not with vinegar yeah so we try to you know y you have to have be the path of least resistance but you also have to have their back yeah you know absolutely and, um we're all a, working a, for the same goal yeah. we're trying to get you home so sometimes that that takes a tough conversation sometimes that takes a cooler mind yeah. to prevail but we're all working that in that that mindset of 10 15 20 years ago in real estate where it was us against them seller against buyer buyer's agent against seller's agent i've seen that be squashed in the last decade yeah. that it's really the majority of agents and and closing agents are stood the test of time we are everyone let's work together hey we're all working for the same common goal it is i mean that's important too i mean with the types of transactions we've had lately though it's been a little tougher yeah you know i think we went through a tremendous push in 2018 19 20 through covid mm -hmm. um, now we're at a just just a different part of the market right yeah. so you know buyers are being back in a little even though the interest rates are higher values are starting to come down and reset a little yep. bit so you're, you're getting another fluctuation of how the market's going to entail yeah. or be detailed to us moving forward. And uh, so that will also cause, you know, more instruction, yeah. more education, yep. more tutelage. Yeah. And, you know, I'm working on that in the back end as we speak yeah. now. because And that's why we do stuff like this. <laughs> yeah. Because not only 
we can only reach so many people. We're in our client base. We're dealing with people and educating them in the moment. Mm -hmm. But I have several people that are in that beginning stages now, and we refer, hey, check out this video, check out this yeah. And even when we're going to send them to Shamrock for the pre-approval, yeah. you know, here's, the, here's the video. Here's what they're going to ask for you. Yeah. So you kind of know. You, almost, you, pre you tee it up, right? I always talk yeah. about golf. So like, same thing with a lesson, right? You yeah. go in there and you say, okay, I want to do it this way. And then they video your tape. And like, so they make you watch videos of like Tiger Woods, for yeah. instance, right? Well, if you could all swing the golf club golf club like Tiger Woods, we'd yeah. be doing this video. Yeah. Um, but, you know, but what happens is, is that, you know, you give tutorials. So yeah. like, you know, first time home buyers, that's why I like Rhode Island Housing or Shamrock, they have these first time home buyers, yep. you know, so you get certified. You understand, I think that's the difference between say 15 years ago when the 07 and the 08s and 06s is mm -hmm. that, you know, people weren't educated. Yeah. Internet wasn't used as much as it is now. Yeah. Um, so like, it was you practically just, it was non-existent. Just, yeah, so you talked about how it's changed, right? Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it was non-existent. It was a lot of handshaking at the table. But now you're able to give tutorials to people and say, okay, just watch this first video on how when we first meet, we're yeah. going to do this. Yeah. And once we get under, under contract, we're going to do this. Yeah. So that it also makes it feel like they have um, a little bit of, you know, uh, like a, they feel better. Like, it's yeah. like I, got, I know what I'm doing. You yeah. Know? Not all the time, but... At least, but it you yeah, know, gives them a heads up of what's coming. It makes coming. their confidence in the transaction yep. much, much better. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah. Um, all right, so when the, everyone <clears throat> thinks, hey, we're at the closing, and we've all signed our docs, and hey, I'm going to give you the keys. Is, is that the end? Like, where does the transition from seller owning the house to buyer owning the house. When does that actually yeah. take place? That's like, sometimes that's like the million dollar question. Yeah. You know, is it when the uh, seller actually consummates and signs the deed, transferring mm -hmm. the property and they're right in their mind that they have transferred the property? Is it when we then have them come and sign the mortgage? Is then it done? Or is it not until we take all of that paperwork and go to the town hall or the city hall and record it, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, you can ask, you could probably poll a hundred people yeah. And you might get a hundred different answers. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, um, you want to make sure that uh, everything is recorded correctly. Yes. Uh, everything is on record, as as we say, yeah. is everything's recorded, and um, you know, then there's no, there's no doubt. There's no doubt from you know, well, my client signed the deed and gave it to you. That means they relinquished, yeah. or hey, they signed the mortgage and they're they're in. Yeah. You know, so it's um, you know, it, it, at the end of the day, you know, we with COVID, it's changed tremendously how yeah. you know people work. Yep. Um, the town halls have gone to some electronic filings, yep. so that allows us to be a little smoother and quicker. Yes. But here's the problem with the multiple closings at the same day, because everybody seems to be buying and selling on the same day. Yeah. And there's sometimes there's three or four transactions all running off of that. So there's and, like and they all have language that says subject to the closing of, right. subject to the closing <clears throat> of, and it backs up like dominoes. And we run into this because you know we may have a 9 a.m. closing here, yeah. right? And the sellers may be signing at in 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 the others in Cranston. Well, this, that seller or our, our buyer came in late, 9.30, 10 o'clock. Well, they didn't get done over there. They didn't get me their documents till noon now. Yeah. Now, there was supposed to be an 11 o'clock, a 12 o'clock. I'm still, they're on record. I am on record now, but I have no funds yeah. from the other attorney's office or title company that needed to get our buyer's funds here from their center. Yeah. So it just, it runs in, and this is where I wish there was a lot more transparency, and I just wish there was a lot easier going, but I understand where people are at because the seventh guy down the line that still didn't get their their documents on record or didn't get their money says, I'm not giving my keys up until all this happens. Yeah. Well, your people have been, they closed at 9 a.m. They were hoping to move into the house. It's Friday. It's now yeah. 5 o'clock, and, like, 
they can't achieve it. So hotel rooms or whole harmlesses yeah. or, you know, we're, 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 we're trying to do things to accommodate every party of the transaction. Yeah. And it, it can start as early as 9 a.m. Mm -hmm. and run all day, yeah. which people will not see behind or, the scenes. Or through, well, the weekend, calling, or through the weekend. Yeah, you're calling. Hey, yeah, right. Hey, Dan, uh, you know, did we get the money yet? Did we on record yet? I'm like, no, I haven't gotten. I got the lender funds from Shamrock, but I haven't gotten their $100,000 from their sale. Yeah. You know, and I need that because I need to go ahead and, and record, and I need to then fund and get out yeah. to the other attorney who's been waiting for me since 9.30 or 10 o'clock on yeah. their money to get it to the next transaction. Yep. So the simultaneous transactions, which is happening yeah. a lot, obviously, because people are buying and selling and moving up or, yeah. or moving out. Yep. Um, that's probably our biggest, you know, our biggest um, moving part for us. Yes, yeah. 100%. You know, is trying to satisfy everybody else's needs, but I can't give what I don't have. Exactly. You know, and sometimes, you know, they... Uh, people are using uh, gap insurance and, and still using COVID. And I feel like that is really extracted from the opportunity of the situation. Yep. You know, when COVID first came out, you know, obviously we would have 30 days, 25, you know, three weeks until we took those closing documents and actually recorded them because yeah. the town halls were closed or working yeah. at a different pace. Yep. So it, it, we're still using some of that lingo, but it, it's really not that. And it's not why. Yeah. COVID is not the reason why we can't fund or get on record. Yeah. You know, and yeah. So, but there's it's insurance. Just, they have insurance behind it, so we yeah. use it. Yep. And it helps. Sometimes it helps facilitate that seller going, okay, I'm going to leave the keys here. Yeah. You know, and and thank you, and you yeah. know, enjoy your home. Well, yeah. You do the insurance. You do the the whole home. So there's agreement. the there's the there are, there seller many sold. Ways seller to, sold. To get through. We have a deed. Yep. Buyer closed. We have their mortgage. Yep. We are waiting for money. Everybody's closed. We just haven't funded yet, but we're not on record. So then. Yep. You know, are we going to play nice in the sandbox? Are we yeah. Not? Like, you got your money, and you were able to move into your house, your transaction well, but the buyer of your house couldn't. So now yeah. this guy's going to have to either sit in a hotel over the weekend, yeah. or you're going to be nice and gracious enough to allow this family who just, you know, yeah. purchased your home, you consummated the deed, they consummated the closing, blah, blah, boom. Yeah. You know, but again, every, but everybody feels different. You yeah. know, somebody might have had a bad transaction before in the past, and that yeah. rolls into why we are who we are today. And And I try to be conscious of that. I mean, I, a lot of people, I want to close on Friday because I close on Friday and then I'll, I'll move in Saturday, Sunday. I'm like, that's great. But if that scenario happens, you're not going anywhere. Right, right. If, you're gonna, if we have a closing that's Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday, we still have Thursday and Friday yeah. to fix whatever's going to be fixed. And then you still great. get in. Realtors, if you're watching this, <laughs> please stop making closing dates all the time for the last day of the month. Yeah, yeah why? Why, this, why is it always the 30th? I'd rather and close the, the day before the, the end of the month. So this way, if we have to record the next morning, yeah. the movers are there. Like, it's just when you're trying to do it all, and I understand because people have leases from apartments or houses where yeah. they're coming from. So, but yeah, if you've you got to leave space, it, you've got to leave just a, there's that you need it. Yeah. You need it because, yeah. again, not every lender. You know, today is the day that they didn't have their package there the night before. Yeah. Right? So now the 9 o'clock happens, and unfortunately, we don't get the docs till 9.30. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. It doesn't. It happens to great lenders, and it happens to some stuff. All the time. 11. Yeah. But so, like, if everybody's working off that 9 a.m., yeah. and then it snows out that morning, or it's torrential downpours, yeah. or the clients took longer on the walkthrough, it, the traffic, yeah. you know, and, and all of a sudden we've pushed everything back hours. Yeah. And we haven't even started the day. Yep. And the phones start ringing. Yeah. You, know? you handle it well. That's all for sandals it. Yeah. Very well. I, we, yeah. Well, I, I believe conductor. so. Conductor. I am. It's all right. Get yeah. the, let's bring the tempo down. Everything's all right. As I always say, I'd rather be part of the solution and not the problem. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So um, in closing, I always, I always 
close with this to everyone we've done interviews with. If there's one piece of advice you could give, say it's you're going, you would give it to yourself, your family member, whoever it is, when uh, choosing somebody to represent for a title and closing, mm -hmm. what is that advice that you would tell them? What, what, what do you want them to look for? I would say a few things. One, I really truly believe working with the referral partners of the referral are important. Yeah. Right. So if you, you have a company set up and you have your, everybody in place, it would only make sense if it was a first time home buyer to be led by great instruction, mm -hmm. right? So listening is probably the best thing that I can tell anybody yep. in, a, in a transaction because there are gonna be times where you have to then facilitate off of what's happened, inspection reports, reviews, title, yeah. you know, but at the end of the day, I would say that listening to the referral partner, use the referral partners, yeah. <laughs> you know, that will typically make things go smoother, yeah. you know? And, you know, local lenders, you know, so sometimes we have pre-approvals coming in from banks. I have no idea where they're even yeah. from. And, you know, and as the listing agent, you're like, oh, strong offer. I love the family. They wrote yeah. a nice letter about how they want this property. Yeah. And the, and the pre-approval letter is like from somebody that you've never heard of. Yeah. And now you're like, all right, we accept the offer. You know, let's, and then all of a sudden it's two or three weeks, no communication. Yeah. Three weeks, no appraisal. Yeah. You know, we, yeah. and we're trying to it's slide scary. in a fast closing. Yeah. You know, and then all of a sudden... Oh, guess what? I'm going to switch lenders. I'm going to go with Sherlock, oh, or I'm yeah. going to go with one of your referrals, Adam. Yeah. You know, and that happens. So, you know, you can't convince everybody to persuade them outside of what they want to do as well. Exactly. But I would say in real estate transactions, it's super important, people. I, if I could give any advice to use the partners and to listen to what their referral partners are, you want to streamline your process. You don't want the headaches. You don't want to be on Dan's couch doing therapy sessions when you first walk in. <laughs> yep. You want it to be something as smooth as possible. Yeah. You know, and uh, and I see frustration too because like you know you introduce like the loan officer and I jump right on. How you doing? If you need anything, fees. Like I, I love to be interactive right off the beginning. Yeah. And all of a sudden, crickets. Yeah. You know, and that's and then a week later, hey, haven't heard anything yet. Do you need fees? Do you need uh, title? And you know, yeah. what do you need from us? Yeah. Crickets. Yeah. You know, and then like. Now the client's like, I haven't heard from them either. And I'm yeah. like, all right, we need to switch gears. You know, because they promised a better rate or they promised... Exactly. Yeah, they, 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 most of the online are all, all rate-driven. Yeah. And what people don't understand, I mean, at six and a half, I mean, it is a qualifying measure now. Yeah. You know, but as you've seen, we're at 6% now. We were just at 2.5%, you know, eight or nine months ago. Those rates will eventually come back. So even buying at a little... You, the average person only holds a mortgage five to six years. Yes. So yeah. you, the chances of you... Keeping a 30-year mortgage at 6% is almost impossible. Yeah. And to think, like, I'm going to keep a 30-year mortgage at 5875 is even more impossible. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So, like, yep. sometimes it comes down to strict payment. Sometimes yeah. it just comes down to winning. Yeah. You know, and some clients feel like they win if they have a lower interest rate. Yeah. And interest isn't the only thing that they should be interested in. Exactly. You know, but, it, you know, but... If we're born and raised on when we buy our house, you know, interest rates, everything. Yeah. It's really payment. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it really comes down to payment more than interest rate. Yeah. Interest isn't a bad thing. Tax write-offs, things yeah. of that nature. So, um, but for the first-time home buyer, that's it, it, it's it's close to the vest. Yeah. You know, they're trying to figure out the best deal for them. Yeah. You know, and that's where you know being a good advisor is important. It's yep. not just being a realtor. I think it's a realtor advisor. That's it's a exactly mortgage. It. You're not a mortgage. Yeah. You're a mortgage advisor. Yep. You know, if people took the the advisor role just a little bit deeper, you know, 
I think we'd have a lot better uh, transactions yes, 100%. as opposed to, you know, I, I love the, uh, you know, I got the deal up, you know, I, this market's been great. I, I, it, and it's slowed down, but I, the reason why I say it's great is because as you talked about the eight or 9,000 realtors that are yeah. in the business, you know, I saw a lot of braggadocious posting over the last three years or four years or so, <laughs> yeah. you know, sold, 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 sold over asking, ten over asking, yeah. you know, and then they're videotaping all of the, uh, open yeah. houses. They didn't the have road. anything to do with it. And now, and now I'm saying, <laughs> okay, where is all that? Yeah. Right. So if you start looking up MLS numbers, you start looking up other Adams numbers are going to be right in line every year. Consistency yep. one after year after the other. Yeah. You're not going to do 150 one year and do seven the next, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. because of opportunities like this, yep. because of partners that we have. Um, so, you know, just because somebody appears to be great on fake yeah. book or, yeah. you know, they, they are selling those houses, but where are they now? What was their game plan? Did they structure anything? Do they have a team concept? Do they have referral partners? Did they, did they vest in themselves in yeah. the business? And I think what happened is, is that over the last couple of years, it became very easy, just like it was back 15 years ago. Yeah. And you'll start to see people not review. You're, you're you can see the numbers seeing, now. Yeah. So if you just look and you can see closed transactions, yeah. you know, everybody's well off. Not the yeah. people that have been pro producing over the, the years. The top 100 you see <clears throat> pretty much stays the same. Correct. And then it's beyond that. You see all top 100 has big numbers for, for units. Yeah. And as soon as you get beyond that, you see yeah. it drop off to a handful. Like single digits. Yeah. Where those yeah. single digits last year were probably, if they closed, they might have closed 20 to 25 last year. Yeah. They're in the seven or eight this year. Yeah. You know, so. All right. Well, thank you so yes, much sir. for doing this yeah, today. I appreciate, appreciate it. it. Yeah. Guys, you've been watching the Home Buyer 101 series sponsored by TMF Team at Shamrock Home Loans. We're here at Balkan Title and Closing. Contact them. Check out their website if you want more information about them. Thank you so much for watching. Have a great day. Thank you.